You know what it could use. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all dudes and teenagers. Children of all dudes. Shelby Shelby knows that one. Teenage dudes of all teenagers. Um, This. I gotta go change somebody's name to children of all dudes. This is me trying my hardest to be energetic on an all new episode of Podzilla After Dark on the Podzilla 1985 Podcasting Network. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. I got a special guest here with me, though. It's not just me. We'll reveal that here in just a second. They're dying to meet you. Also with us tonight, we have the one and only, the man, what is it called? The Thursday Night Delight, Jesse Kimball. <laughs> I still I still like that a lot. I, I appreciate that name. I like that name, too. It took me a second to think of it. I was like, God damn it. What was it? He liked it. I got to <laughs> be nice here. Um, that's why you forgot it. That's why I forgot, because I'm not used You're to being so nice. mean to him. Yeah. Uh, Stitches herself, Lindsay Wolfgong. Spoiler alert. Next week, you guys are on your own. I'm always on oh, my own. No? That's ominous as fuck. Yeah, it's my birthday, and I can't get out of inventory at work. Aww. You could have said it in a way that wasn't as uh, ominous. <laughs> I found a mini depresso. Uh, hey, also here with us, who's good Shelby Kimball (laughs) she's just good good has never been (laughs) the worst word to use but it is today (laughs) and maybe here I don't actually know Tanner Calvert he said he wasn't going to be on the show but he's in the chat okay he's He's here here for now he's here for now apparently he's like he's like um I can't think of someone that goes in and out of jail a lot. Jeff, maybe. <laughs> How is that not your first thought? I was trying to think of someone that the the audience would know, unless they are local listeners, and Jeff has probably robbed them. Every listener is a local listener. They've been listening to the show for a while. They know the name Jeff. That's true. They immediately go, Jeff, who is in jail. Or is also, it in jail? Why is, why is Jesse coming to me from Cyberpunk 2027? That's where he belongs. Please tell me you saw that. No, I saw that. I saw that. that. That is all of Shelby's lights that you're seeing behind No, him. no, he glitched. No, he glitched. I saw it. He glitched okay. out. Yeah, I saw I it. I wasn't looking because I was doing this. It was like a pink glitch. It was very weird looking oh. for me. There it goes again. It just happened again. So Jesse Kimball coming to us from both the present and the future. And finally with us tonight, Ooh. fresh from the courts, not the kind you're thinking of, Double H. Well, that's uh, really uh, depends what one you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of different. Also, I recognize now that I said Cyberpunk 2027 like it's happening in a couple of years. <laughs> it's happening in three uh, years. <laughs> Maybe it's that's just Google Glass 2.0. I can't, go, I can't go that far into the future. Just... Maybe that's when they'll, they'll finally add the multiplayer, which was part of the reason why he did it again. He glitched uh, again. What the fuck is going on with your camera? I like how we keep saying he did it again like he's doing it. He's doing it. Just knock it off. (laughs) You're scaring the children. You're scared. (laughs) It'll be okay, Shane. Of all the dudes. Um, So tonight we got a top five. Top five. Children of the dudes. In fact, we're probably going to jump right into the top five. I do have a motherfucker of the week, but we'll jump to the top five. The top five is the top five most disappointing uh, video games or things in video games. So if, if there's a game that you were disappointed in or there was something you were looking forward to in the game that disappointed you, et cetera, et cetera, uh, that is going to be our top five for tonight. And I think everyone has something they can say about that. And that that is in honor, of course, of Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, which is just he did it again. It's still doing oh, it. I saw what it this the time. fuck is happening? Yeah, I saw it this time. It's very weird. Yeah. I, I, it's I almost like a filter. I don't know. Yeah. But it happens randomly. Right. 
I think he might be here to kill the Justice League. <laughs> no, he's not here yet. Well, I saw it that time. <laughs> Even your wife ah. sees it. Oh my god. Jesse, what? What is happening? I I don't Jesse, I don't watch know. my screen. Yeah, this is this is very well. Like, there's no way you must be you're not seeing it because there, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just kind of glitches. That's weird. Is it my shit doing it? Like a lot of weird lights fucking with you? Well, Jesse's Jesse's haunted. He's got a ghost in the machine. It's Jesse, are my lights interfering with your frequency? He has a ghost in the show. Maybe. It's the ghost that digitals. Anyway. Top five most disappointing video game moments. And uh, I have a special guest tonight. I said I was going to... Man, he's really ghosting out there. I said I had a special guest. I wanted to introduce you guys to my special guest tonight. Live from my bedroom, uh, I want to introduce you to Josh. Josh is a bottle of wine that we have talked about here on the show recently. And... Tonight, uh, because I'm very oh. tired and I'm very worn out and beat up, I'm going to drink this entire bottle of Josh wine while we're here. Oh, um, the whole thing, the huh? entire bottle. He did at least eat food today. I did. That's um, good. So have I'm, you have you tried the Josh wine? I yet? have not. No, this is the first time. Okay. Here. Yeah. So, so the first time is really a taste test. This and is the then taste everything test. Everything after there. Is either you enjoying yourself or us or enjoying torturing? Ourselves. Yeah. Well, there's nothing gonna be worse than that goddamn pirate water that I drank it's a couple sweet. of weeks ago. Is that sweet wine or dry wine? It's a Chardonnay. So, okay. Let's let's try it out real quick. Uh, you've probably heard about it. It's in all the headlines. Josh wine, a, a wine for Josh. Let's see how it is. Here we go. Will it make him wine? I want to write a book called a wine for Josh. Now that that seems like. That's, that's a romance novel, right? I could knock that out in a couple of hours, probably. That's uh, that's not good. Uh-huh. That's um. Now, okay. Importantly, have you have you? Do you normally drink Chardonnay? I don't. I don't like, normally drink Chardonnay. Wine? That's that's not my that's thing. Right. Okay. That's not my thing. Okay. Yeah. I was so, gonna say I don't know that I'd blame that so much on Josh as I would on the, it's 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 style. It tastes kind of vinegary. Is that how a Chardonnay normally tastes? Well it's, well, it's dry, right? A Chardonnay is like generally more dry than sweet, so yep. yeah, that's it's going to have okay. that kind of. All right, so yeah. on on second drink, not as bad as the first drink. I just don't think I knew what to expect. I like to take back what I said about Josh. It's not terrible. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Chardonnays that yeah. lean towards the dry side, and most of them do. And it's, it's okay because of that. I need it either to commit or get out of there. It can't be like that borderline yeah. thing because then I'm like, I think it's. I think the wine is broken. Yeah, yeah if it's dry, it better be fucking Sahara for me. Otherwise, I, I it just just you know, Kool Aid, alcoholic Kool Aid, just mess me up like that. <laughs> I'm on I'm on either end of the spectrum, man. I don't really want anything in the middle. Al- alcoholic Kool Aid sounds awesome. That's Stella Rosa. <laughs> I, I can confirm yeah. that's pretty awesome. I think that uh, I think what I've got in there is a like a Concord or something, and it's it's very much like that. It's oh, yeah. it's the least sweet that I can stand. And now I'm talking about it. I want some, so you know, talk amongst yourselves, and I'll well, whatever. Kind of want to kind of want to get a bottle of my own. Yeah, it's happening. I'm, I'm going to turn well, the camera you know off what? for a minute. Fuck it. Yeah, hang on. I'm going to go yeah. get a bottle. All right. Well, I guess we're all drinking wine tonight here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. And by all, he means half of us. Well, uh, 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 more than half. Tanner, what about you? Are you drinking wine right now? Nope. Okay. <laughs> For sure, uh, so uh right. jesse uh I don't what's, have, what's going on anything oh okay. i don't have enough to bother getting a cup so yeah just know, tip glass. it up just tip it up <laughs> yeah it's that stone <laughs> that I, uh, stone hill conquered it's yeah. uh 
Well, it's not remaining sober here. It's uh, if I get. All right. So that's the other thing about this bottle of Josh. This bottle of Josh is actually I mean, you saw the size of it once again, like this. Please stop calling it that, even though that is what it's called. Josh isn't that big. Josh is kind of (laughs) small. This this Josh cost me five dollars. This little ass bottle. I do love, though, that you just keep calling it Josh. What's Josh? I'd rather drink what she's drinking. Now, she's got the right idea. No Josh in her mouth. No. 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 I regretted it as soon as I came out. I pulled back as soon as nothing. Nothing. You haven't had enough of that Josh to be. I have not. I have not. But this is a vintage. This is a vintage 2021. That's a vintage Josh. (laughs) Yeah, it's a vintage 2021 Josh. Been simmering on the shelf this whole time. <laughs> Poor Chuck. <child. laughs> oh. All right. So I have two motherfuckers to talk about this week, and both of them are dark as hell. So, <laughs> first up, <laughs> you may have heard the story about Justin Mon. Not to be confused with friend, I think, Justin Mann. The yeah. worst. The worst I thing. to point that out yesterday. <laughs> The worst thing Justin Mann ever did was, um, I don't know. I'm not going to say, but, you didn't th- have anything. but this guy, Jesse, do you hear about this? Justin Mann, 32 years old from, I believe shitville USA. Where was he from? Ohio. Somewhere in the middle, Middletown sure. town, middle, Middletown township, which is almost like doomsdale. It's close. It's close to it. And well, Gorham. It's called Doomsdale. And Gorham. Needs a hero. Goro? He needs a hero. So what happened, if you didn't see the story that Hunter had posted in the chat, I'll relay the, quickly here. So Justin Mon, 32 years old, murdered his father, decapitated him, uh-huh. then recorded a 14-minute video on YouTube parading his father's head around while, yes. while b- calling him a traitor. And saying that all fe- and his father, by the way, Hunter, what federal agent, I believe. Uh, uh, no, his father works for the postal service. The postal service. I'm sorry. Well, that yes. he's still he's well, still uh, a federal sorry. agent. Worked. Yeah. Worked for the postal there, service. There is a position opened in the Middleton Township. Yeah. Um. So he goes off of this big rant about Antifa and about Black Lives Matter. He talks about the gay and LGBTQ and trans agenda in schools. And he says that they're going to murder all of these federal employees uh, because they're all traitors under the Biden regime. And then yeah. he I don't know if you read about this part, but then he put his father's head in a um, uh, Is it block bag, a plastic bag of some kind. Well, he did. But then, but then he put it in a pot and turned the, the stove on. Oh, so he was going to cook, cook his father's head. Good. He That's- was. He, he uh, was arrested not too long after that uh, near a National Guard armory, I think, with a with a pistol. So uh, we talk about it in jest. So I'm not going to get on my high horse tonight. I'm, I'm too tired for that. But like whenever you hear the rhetoric of people like Donald Trump and Newsmax and Fox News and, uh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and and uh, all these people that say the most outlandish weird hateful things and and they say well they're not being serious oh you can't take trump at at his word when he talks about executing you know military officials and stuff like that just remember there are people out there like justin mon who will then murder and decapitate their father to follow that agenda so here's uh here's just a little slice 
Here's a little slice of something that he said. I won't read the whole thing, but um, and this is Justin Mon in his video that's been taken down. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, quote. If you are a federal employee and are listening to this message, now is your last chance to resign from the side of the traitors and join your countrymen in taking back your country. I urge the U.S. Postal Service to suspend their services at this time, split from the federal government, and join your countrymen, or else I cannot offer federal postal workers any protection. If the media begins to spread lies about this revolution and its patriots, then I authorize the targeting of news stations and their owners and employees as well. The hunting, capturing, and killing of America's federal employees will not stop until Americans' demands are met. So that's a terrorist. So that's uh, that's, that's literally what a terrorist does. That's on your side um, there, MAGA Republicans. Let's be honest. That's your people. That's your people right there. Now, uh, it's easy to say this is all Republicans. This is not all Republicans. It's not. It's not all Republicans. Most, re- most Republicans do it's not feel this way. Sect. But this this is the kind of danger you're playing with when you say things like Biden's a traitor, Biden is, you know, a terrorist, he's the worst president of all time. Whenever Donald Trump spits his little bullshit, this is the kind of people that hear it and go, Yeah, I should decapitate my father. His own father. His own fucking like that, father. That blows my mind, man. And, and especially because his dad wasn't even like, he wasn't like an FBI agent, which I, I don't know why I no. thought that. His dad wasn't CIA. His dad wasn't military. His dad was a fucking post office employee. Postal service. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yes, he was. Good Lord. They arrested him. He's he's in jail. Um, Good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, several crimes. The first one, obviously, being first degree murder. And then uh, one of them was abuse of a corpse. And I think the other was um, uh, possessing a, a fire. Like you said, he had a gun. So possessing a firearm with the intent to commit crime. Um, please, please lock this guy away forever. If not, just outright kill him. They're, they're going to have to. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I don't know where he is. So I don't know what that looks like. Uh, and, and you know, it's whatever. But yeah, don't 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 let this guy out. Please. He, he put his father's he put his father's head in a fucking cooking pot. That serial killer shit. I mean, the only yeah. reason he's not a serial killer is because he didn't kill multiple people. Otherwise, that serial killer shit. Well, Stephen realized yeah. he joined the wrong chat because he just came in for a second. <laughs> I, I, in, I thought you out. pulled him in. No, no. Oh, he, he he went to the game room and then he left and again. He, he like, dipped he out completely. Yeah. Um, like, this that mouth. poor boy doesn't know where he's going. YouTube spokesperson <laughs> told NBC News that Moan's video was removed because it violated their graphic violence policy and his channel was terminated in line with their violent extremism policies. Our teams are closely tracking to remove any re-uploads of the video. Well, the damage is done. The video's out there. I didn't watch it, surprisingly. I did see a still from it, and uh, thank God the head was blurred out. Because, you know, as I get older and I become to appreciate life a little bit more, and I'm not as entranced with death and carnage, I don't want to see a man's head being paraded around on YouTube. No, thank you. I made a mistake. I thought I was watching the edited version, and I was not. Oh, did you see it? I don't it? know that there is an edited version. There's an there edited, is. yeah. There's an edited version where they blur out the head. Um, a lot of the news uh, channels have run that. Tanner, you watched the footage? I did. Yeah. How bad is it? I mean, I know it's bad, but how bad? Well, so you only see you see the head twice, and it's only for a split second each time. But basically, he's threatening all these different government officials, including the postmaster general and. Several other people, and then he like he'll like after he's threatening all these threats, he goes basically if you guys don't step down, this is your reward, and he pulls up the the head, 
real Jesus quick. Jesus it. Christ. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked. That's fucking twisted. Oh. All right, so there's... And then, he go, then he gets arrested by going to a National Guard base and acting a fucking fool. Yeah, yeah. With a, with, I think they said with a gun, too. So I'm sure he's... Uh, he's still alive. I don't know. Uh, he, he probably would get more years for having a gun near a National Guard base than he will from decapitating his father. No, because he'd be in charge of not only uh, first-degree murder, but uh, de- desecration or mishandling of a dead body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, abuse, abuse, abuse of, abuse body, of a yeah. dead body, yeah, or possession of a weapon to, with the intent to commit crime. Hey, is it important before we get off this topic to mention that if he was black, he'd already be dead? Because he would. Yes, he would have been. Yeah. I mean, well, thankfully, but, but you're <laughs> thankfully, not wrong uh, thankfully, black people aren't really. You know, you don't hear it in the news about them decapitating their fathers a lot and going on uh, MAGA rants online. That seems to be a that's- very specific thing. Also true. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, another fun fact, if it was his child that he had murdered, he would also get a lot less time. If you go and look up the average time most people do for killing their own kids, it's less than 10 years. They're not real people. Right? Ugh. Yikes. Wow. What no, a- they, they are before they're born, but then after they're born. What a happy show we have for you guys here tonight. When has this ever been a happy show? <laughs> we start with the motherfucker of the week. <laughs> it's never a good thing. I also, I, I don't remember the guy's name. I just saw this today. I think, I don't think this is a recent thing, but um, I saw a thing. Speaking of, of black people in court systems. So there was a 16 year old black kid who, of a, a woman, a, a girl accused him of rape in the school. Like he apparently pulled her into a hallway or something that was that was off limits or that wasn't guarded and he apparently raped her allegedly so he goes to trial he gets kicked out of school he he was a football player too if i remember correctly and he was a good football player with a lot of prospects the school basically kicked him out they said he can't come back even if he's found not guilty he's not coming back he lost his his all of his opportunities he goes to trial the the defense attorney tells him you're facing 40 years in jail or you can take a plea bargain and you won't serve any time but you'll just have to register as a sex offender and all that seeing no other option for this 16 year old black kid in a court system that is definitely geared to help him he takes the deal he gets five years in jail despite the fact that he was promised he wouldn't get any jail time he goes to jail for five years and as i understand the story and i might be missing a few things he gets out of jail the woman that that accused him of rape, her and her mother sued the school for $1.3 million and won because the school failed to keep their, their daughter safe. She tracks him down through Facebook. She messages him. They meet up. He has hired a private investigator to, to dig up stuff on her because he swore up and down he didn't do it. In a secret meeting between the private investigator himself and her, he secretly records her confession saying that she made the whole thing up. He then uh, takes this evidence to the Innocence Project, I think is what it's called. Yeah. They they couldn't use the video because it was inadmissible because she didn't okay the, right, the recording. Yeah. But they pulled up another enough evidence uh, to support his claims that they ended up overturning his conviction. He was uh, taken off the sex offenders list. He lost five years of his life to this. Yeah. The school ended and up suing her. Future. And lost, yeah, his prospects for playing. 
Um, the school ended up suing her for 2.6 million and one. So the school made a lot of money. She temporarily made a lot of money and he lost five years of his life to a, to a false rape accusation. That's why it is a touchy subject, man. It's a touchy fucking subject. Even if he gets restitution for that money is not the same thing as time. Mm -mm. Like you, you won't get that time back. No, that's five years, man. Imagine losing five years of your life. Like at that like point, of, everybody owes it. that man millions of dollars. Yeah, I hope and that they dude, should be yes. kissing his ass yes. for the like the next ten years. Well, that's the well. She she didn't get any punishment for it. There was nothing they could do of to her. Not. They the school well, sued her. Except for the lawsuit. The lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, the lawsuit was enough. You know, she's a woman. She can't yeah. handle much more than that. Well, yeah, but she, she paid that out to the school. I don't think he got anything. So well, it doesn't matter. She already got sued. That's all. That's it. That's yeah. all she needs. Yeah. A lot so, of people so will tell you ugh. that they've lost years of their life, like doing other shit. Like, oh, I shouldn't have stayed in that job or that relationship yeah. or whatever for that long. This man legitimately, I mean, literally lost he five didn't years. Lose of his it. Life. That was stolen. Yeah, it was stolen yes. from. Him. Yes. In how many times you know you hear about these cases where innocent people go to jail, and and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this offends anybody listening, but more often than not, these people that are going to jail for false, you know, for false things or unfairly uh, imprisoned are black. Um, It's just a fact. I'm sorry if that offends you, Snowflake, but it's it's just a truth. Um, And it's very, 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 very unfair. It's very depressing. I'm going to pour another glass of Josh. Josh has never betrayed me. Um, The other motherfucker of the week to get off of the sad subject and go to another sad subject, Hunter it's put this motherfucker of the week. It can't be that happy. Well, no, Wait, we, I did we, it try twice? To, we try to make it. I brought up. We try to make it funny. We try to make it, you know, like, oh, Josh is the motherfucker of the week for having such a good wine. <laughs> Not this week. Um, you posted this right before I posted. I literally went to the chat and posted, oh, and you had already yeah, posted. Yeah. So we talked last week extensively about the Vince McMahon scandal, the situation. Vince McMahon, you know, WWE head honcho. The face of wrestling, you know, yes. he the innovator of wrestling. He he is wrestling. Well, the lawsuit hit last week. Janell Grant, former employee, sued him for basically rape and sex trafficking. Exactly that. With receipts. You can go back and listen yep. to three shows last week. We touched on it a little bit on After Dark. We talked a lot about it in a roundtable discussion on Horse Time, of all things. Of all, sh- of all shows, <laughs> right. And then I did a deep dive expose, as Brian Rhodes called it, on Vince McMahon on on No Turning Back. Um, Jesse, sorry, Jesse made a face. I meant to mention occasionally this happens. Um, horse time becomes what we call equestrian hour. Yeah, it gets a little fancier and a little nicer, and, and yeah. you know. They come it's with like, a little uh, more serious eyes on their right. Yeah. It's like uh, Shannon. What's that show with? Uh, um, oh shit! The one that they parodied with Dana Carvey on SNL. Uh, with oh, the issues the, 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 um uh with the other wrong the McLaughlin, the McLaughlin, McLaughlin group. group yeah the McLaughlin group yeah. yeah it's that's the equestrian hour that we occasionally in, yeah. indulge in. it occasionally gets a little bit real well right one of the other people named in that lawsuit Vince McMahon was named in that lawsuit also John Laurinaitis uh, we talked about John Laurinaitis I talked about him uh, pretty extensively on No Turning Back um John Laurinaitis also known as Johnny Ace former wrestler part of the what the dynamic dudes or something like that with uh, Shane Douglas um yeah. John Laurinaitis was a friend of Vince McMahon's. He was head of talent relations at WWE when all this went down. He used to be general manager of WWE on air years ago, and, and then he became the real-life talent relations after Jim Ross left. Well, 
John Laurinaitis was one of the people in the lawsuit uh, in some of the claims that McMahon and her and him raped Janelle Grant in their office that they held her down took while the other one took turns. She begged for them to stop. She and they told her no means yes and to take it, bitch. Um, horrible things, absolutely horrible things. One of the worst things I've ever read. I've read the I read the entire lawsuit. As someone mentioned it online, that this will probably go down as one of the most read lawsuit court case type things in history. So many people have read this top to bottom, and I have. I I did. Um, Laurenitis was implicated in it pretty pretty extensively. Well, today your motherfucker of the week is also John Laurenitis, who had the audacity to come out and say that he's a victim too. He, he, he was pressured. Yeah, he was pressured into everything. He didn't want to be a part of any of this. He felt like he had to. Um, this this is quite literally that, uh, what do they call it, turning state's evidence. Yeah. This guy knows that he's screwed. Yep. And so he's now going to do Looking everything he can to mitigate that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah while throwing somebody else under the bus. Which, uh, and like the positive coming out of it is like, it's a much greater chance now that Vince McMahon faces some yep. real, yep. you know, complicit issues with that, uh, that you know, he faces some real consequences. And, and, and uh, I hope that that's what happens. But if it means that another person who was involved in it and we have, you know, I can't say we know again, allegedly was involved in it, um, doesn't get as much punishment as a result. I, I don't know if that's justice. It doesn't feel I, good. I, um, right. But but I think you hit on something that a lot of people haven't really touched on, and that is it is no longer a an example of this person, Janelle Grant, saying this is what happened to me. And now it's Laurenitis, who she said did it, saying, well, I didn't do it the way she said, but it happened. So he is confirming that what Janelle Grant said happened, happened, yeah. just not in the way she said it. it a quote from the right. lawyer to Vice News is, Mr. Laurinaitis denies the allegations in this misguided complaint and will be vigorously defending these charges in court, not the media. Like the plaintiff, Mr. Laurinaitis is a victim in this case, not a predator. The truth will come out. It goes on to say, read the allegations, read the federal statute, power, control, employment, supervisory capacity, dicta- uh, dictator, dictatorial... Hunter help dictatorial dictatorial. Thank you. Sexual demands with repercussions. <laughs> if not met count, how many times of the complaint Vince exerts control over both of them. Again, that's confirmation. Johnny ACE is saying this happened, but yes. I was forced to do it too. So who is screwed in this McMahon? Vince McMahon is fucking done. Cause not only has Janelle Grant come out and said, this is what happened to me, yeah. but now his tag team partner in rape, John Laurinaitis said yeah that happened so there is no question about it at this point Vince McMahon is toast TKO is cleaning house uh no firings have happened yet but like the the rumblings and the rumors are more and more common of we're doing everything that we can to get everybody who was involved yeah. uh in anything this guy had anything to do with out of here I think the only person who at this point is is not directly implicated and is still kind of the, the nebulous one is Triple H who we talked about a bunch yeah. in relation to that and with Triple H I think he's really going to be the one that it comes down to what did he know if yeah. anything and if he did know something when did he know it yeah um, that that's going to be the turning point if he if he knew anything was going on and he knew it before any of this came out that's going to be a real big problem for him. Yeah, this could be the end of Triple H because if and according to um, Janelle Grant's attorney, more women are coming forward. They have contacted her attorney to release the information. So this is just a trickle down effect. 
there is more and more that's going to come out about Vince McMahon in the future. And who knew what is the big question? Who took part in it? Apparently, there was a referee that took part in it. They haven't said who. I hope to God it's not Charles Robinson. Please don't be Charles Robinson. Um, it's bad. This this could this could very well. It's not going to destroy WWE because WWE is a corporation. They're they're tagged with uh, right. you know MMA, UFC, and, and TKO. But this could. And- I mean, more distance from the McMahons at the time that this happened than they'd ever been in history. Yes. Like when, when this big went down, WWE. they had already almost entirely broken from them. He was only on the board for TKO. Um, yeah. So, I mean, had this happened like literally a year earlier, who knows? I mean, yeah. that could have been a whole other situation, but this, you know, this also, this isn't just now, if more women are going right. to come forward, we are talked to, you know, we talked about Rita Chatterton and I talked about Rita Chatterton on no turning back. Um, he raped her in 1986. I say allegedly, yeah. but he paid her millions of dollars, and you know, yeah. so it probably happened allegedly. Sure, um, who knows what stories are going to come out from that? Like from the beginning, McMahon could have been doing this for years and using his power to keep people silent. And like, I get what John Laurinaitis is going for here. When the most powerful man in this industry says, "Hey, do this," you feel like you have to take part in it. But bullshit, right. man! If you call yourself a fucking man. If you call yourself a man in any way and you see a yeah. man raping a woman and sexually abusing her and you don't do anything, you don't step up, you are a fucking yeah. piece of shit. You're a coward. You're not a man. Yeah. Piece of garbage. Yep. That says it all. That's it. I got nothing. I got nothing else. All right. I promise happiness, Josh, bring us back. God damn it. <laughs> We're talking about. Oh, somebody's back. Who is it? Lindsay. Lindsay's, Lindsay's back. Gone. Lindsay. Oh, did your wow, computer fuck? Yeah. Wow, wow kicked wow, her out. Sent her flying. Oh, okay. Well, she she said she can't play WoW anymore before we play uh until this gets fixed. Evidently that's a, a regular It's kinda like how you and I could not go to the um oh, what's that place called? Uh, House, the, of House of Legends last night. Yeah. <laughs> In DC Universe, we just kept getting disconnected. <laughs> yeah. My computer just can't handle it. Between the video and everything else, it's already crapped out. Yes. All right. Well, we need to get that CPU cooler. Replaced. We need to do that. We're talking about five biggest disappointments in of uh, in video games tonight. And uh, are we doing this in a draft style? Or are we just going for it. Let's just go for it. I don't. I didn't set up a draft. I assumed we would just take we're lists. Just, we're just gonna go for game. it. And uh, we are gonna get back. I don't draft shitty things, you know. Like I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't take any joy in putting them on my list in that way. Well, just like I don't. All right. Just for the record, I don't take any joy talking about things like Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis and guys decapitating their father. No, but it's gotta be. It's gotta be talked about. I did a I did a, a 35 minute show on Saturday called No Turning Back where I, if you haven't listened to it, and I'm not plugging this because I, I want the listens, I think it needs to be talked about. This was the most journalism I have done in years. I researched the story, I wrote out the script, I did every piece of it. And you know how miserable I was reading over page after page of accusations of rape and torture? It's terrible. It's not fun. I much prefer to talk about the fun things on the show. I forgot how much I hate talking about awful people, but we have to because when what is it when when good men do nothing, evil triumphs? And I don't mean men in specific. Yeah. Same idea. Same idea. That's the thing. We have to talk about it. But Let's let's mix it up by talking about fun things, Jesse. We're gonna we're gonna go back to tradition, and I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to go first. I want to hear what uh, what one of your biggest disappointments in video gaming was. The, the Josh given right. the Josh chick. The Josh the Josh, the Josh <laughs> commands me, Lord. All right, uh, one of the most disappointing things in the history of video gaming for me 
was the shutdown of Marvel Heroes. God damn it! How? How in such a wide mix of things? The Josh giveth and the Josh taketh the lane. Motherfucker! There's right. the dry side. <laughs> Here's what really blows my mind. I can't believe that you didn't imagine that was coming. We've been talking about that so much. He plays so many I video games. One of you two would pick it first. Yeah. You do too. <laughs> well, I need somebody to pull the audio so we have a reaction <laughs> uh, soundboard clip of Shelby just going, you do too. You do too. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, Marvel good. Heroes. Like Shannon and I have talked about it, like ad nauseum. Uh, like that yes. was just—it was a fun game. It was Diablo, but with all of your favorite Marvel characters and some like, of your least favorite Marvel characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they even got like a sidekick system going. Eventually, there was oh, a ton of content to God. do with the game. There's a ton of great like voice acting that was very funny. Yeah, listen, uh, well, ranged up from great to hilarious. Well, yeah, Morph <laughs> was the best, clearly. Yeah. He's the he king, the of, the king of the Mambo Beat. beat. Um, <laughs> picture this in your head. Shannon Young's dream moment running around um, New York with Jesse. I forget who you were playing, but I was Cyclops. I was 90 Cyclops, and Jubilee was my sidekick, and we're running around together shooting Sentinels down. It doesn't get any better than that for me. Yeah. That's when the pinnacle. That, when you did that, I usually did like some uh, some of the other X Men. Like we rolled. X-Men I know I had hard. Wolverine. I ran around yeah. a lot as Wolverine. Uh, I don't think they ever added X twenty three. I would have probably played as her if they did. I can't remember. But yeah, no, I had I, I had a, a variety of X Men. I played. I also like playing Daredevil a lot. I had Spider Man. Like yeah. they had Jesse. How much money did you spend on that free game? Oh. Um, <laughs> Let's let's start with me and Shannon's intro price. We were so hyped for this game when yeah. it first released that we wanted in the beta. We, we signed did. up for beta keys. Uh, they never came, but they did tell us, like, hey, if you buy one of these founders packs, uh, you can get in the beta. We did. So, And it came with, like, uh, an exclusive <clears throat> the pack and a bunch of in-game currency. Yeah, so we both got the X-Force one because it yeah. was awesome because we got Deadpool, Wolverine, and a bunch of other good characters yeah. just right off the bat. And, and 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 like I said, they're X Force variants, and th- those were sixty dollars. Yes, sixty dollars for that bundle. And it spiraled from um, there because I had to, of course, get the X Men. I had to get Cyclops's extra outfits. <sighs> yeah, there was a one hundred dollar bundle, and this was probably like the the worst gaming. Or the Thank worst God we didn't buy that. That me and Shannon had made. Like, so there was like we we just went with the sixty dollar bundle. We didn't want to go too crazy. There was also a thirty dollar bundle we could have gotten. Um, so we went to $60 bundle because we didn't want to go crazy and do the $100 bundle. No. The $100 bundle gave you access to everything ever released in the game. Like, in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, How long right. was that perpetuity, Jesse? All right, we're going to go on ahead to Shelby Kimball. Now. No. <laughs> No. I feel no, like we didn't there was more to this That's story. The, the number. <laughs> oh, we we spent way like that. Anybody that paid that paid that hundred dollars got everything that released. Me and yeah. Shannon didn't. Uh, yeah. but we well, paid no. way more. But I did spend hundreds. <laughs> Forty dollars. Although to and, be fair, how long was the game live? To be fair, Lonnie spent hundreds for me because Lonnie didn't know. He had <laughs> Steam cars and he owed me. Um, 
that uh, game lasted, I want to say, five years, six years. Because this this so was the, the disappointment. Initial, you haven't talked about the yeah. disappointing part yet. Right. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, so yeah, the, the game launched in, 20, in 2013. Right. And they canceled it. Uh, well, they released uh, Marvel Heroes Omega. That's when it in died. In 2017. That's when it yeah. died. When it they made the jump to consoles. Yeah. In June uh, for consoles. <laughs> and then Disney shut it down. In November of the same year. Yeah, so I remember oh. they put it on PS4 because I downloaded it on PS4. I was very excited to play it, although I preferred the PC version. And within months, it was just dead. They were like, it's dead. They announced oh. it. They let you buy yeah. everything from the store for free, basically. So that that is that is one nice thing. I would say it was Gazillion, I think, that did it. They, they yes. let you... Um, you could unlock everything for free. Which, uh, yeah, cool, but also a kick in the teeth to those of us who spent a lot of money for these characters. And I think it was that moment especially, that I... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, especially for the console players, because right. like, yeah, me and Shannon both grabbed it on... We played it for uh, years. PlayStation. Yeah, we had, we had been playing it again since release in 2013. So right. this is four years later. They released it on consoles. We're excited now because you know we prefer it on PC, but now we can play it in the store yeah. you know, whenever we do wrestling nights and stuff right. like that. But yeah, like I said, it, June 2017 is when it hit consoles. And then uh, five months later, it shut down. Yeah. So everybody that got the game made those purchases and stuff like that. Like Disney just straight fucked them. Yeah. That's and, so messed up. And that's that's when I realized that pumping a ton of money into like online games, you're taking a risk because once that game goes down, you got nothing. It's gone. Yep. Literally, all that money I spent on the game is gone, washed down the drain. Nothing to show for yep. it, other than some player icons on Steam. There have been some strides made towards like some fan servers bringing it back. Yeah, but it's no, still a long way out. Right. See, so, yeah, that's the most disappointing part of that game is that it just it no longer exists, and there's no way to access it because Disney did not want it to exist. Fucking Disney. They they wanted yeah they wanted all their hype to go into uh, a game that's almost certainly on somebody else's list. <laughs> the- <laughs> well, hold on now. Let's talk about that a little bit later. Say, let's we'll, uh, we'll get that one later. Let's shift to the shelb. Uh, my first most disappointing thing in video games is back in 2006, there was a Yu-Gi-Oh game that came out on PlayStation 2, and one of my cousins got it. It kind of followed the War of the Roses. It I was really this game. weird. Yeah, Duelist oh, of the Roses. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. It also like it was it was good, but I didn't like a certain mechanic. I like to stack weird things in Yu-Gi-Oh cuz you can just have a oh, trap card, a oh, trap card. They would limit you. You could only do like ah oh, trap card one time. That's not fun. I was like, no. uh, that yeah. ain't funny. That ain't funny. Yeah, I was like, so, like, when you wipe the monster that's standing in front of the trap card, that's supposed to just activate that trap card. And if you wiped all of them, you would activate every trap card. It didn't work like that. It would it would only activate the first one for the monster you killed, and that ruined it for me because I was all about traps. <laughs> Shannon! <Yeah. laughs> He's... He's done. All right. was He's also gone. all about traps. I'm, all, I'm, I'm still all about traps. He's all right. all about traps, man. Let's, let's just, just check his text history. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just got it. Check <laughs> his image history. No, no. Let's go. Um, no, no. <laughs> Tanner, what do you think about this? Tanner, are you participating in this? 
Was that a no? I couldn't hear. That was a, uh. I said yes, yes, I am. Okay, well, let's yes. go to Tanner. Tanner, what do you got? What do you? Do? What were you disappointed in in video games? Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage in general. That's the newest one, right? Yes. Okay. The one where they were supposed yeah, to go back to the old ways. Yeah, and they didn't did talk about it much. Yeah, you really yeah, didn't, I, man. You were so jazzed yeah. for it, and then you never talked about it. Yeah, it's just it's it's not a true Assassin's Creed game for me. I didn't enjoy it. I I, I enjoy Syndicate and 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 uh, Unity more than I enjoyed Mirage, and that's saying something. What did you hate most about it? Uh, okay, so I am in that weird uh, minority. I there's no modern day, and I need modern day to finish that story. You did like you do like that, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. So it was just it was just like. In the past. Yep, you're strictly Basm. You're strictly a character that I don't give a shit about <laughs> uh, in that time period, and with no modern day, and it just it wasn't for me. All right, and for Tanner, that's big. For Tanner not to like an Assassin's Creed, that's that's pretty big. Let's. Uh, I didn't even get halfway through it, and I've never not beaten an Assassin's Creed. You still have it? Yeah, I still got it. The shame on your wall. Let's go to Hunter. <laughs> Andrew, it's like Billy Bass. I'm uh, I'm going to try to work my way from the past to the future. So the first game that I distinctly remember really being disappointed in, uh, I was a big Sonic the Hedgehog kid. I like Sonic more than Mario for the longest time. Um, and boy, I was so hyped for Sonic 3D Blast. It was in 3D, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> it was going to be in the third that's dimension. A, that's a whole new dimension. <laughs> And uh, it's very funny to me now, looking back uh, at that. I also played that now. It was disappointing. All, all we all we want now is a good two D Sonic game. Everyone just yep. goes, please, just please make a good side scrolling fucking Sonic game. And they yep. will not stop doing the other shit. Well, no, to be fair, Sonic Mania was really good. Yeah, um, Sonic Mania was shorter was really than good. I yeah. shorter than I wish it would have been. Right. But it Sonic took them Generations was also really really good. And There's it a took new them one. that long. Sonic Generations was pretty close to it, and then Mania perfected it for me. But I mean, Sonic Mania was what 2017, 18? A couple years ago. My God, yeah. it's been a while. Uh, Sonic 3D I, Blast came out before my grandpa passed away, just, and that was in 1997. So it was sometime prior to then because I know that he, uh, the first time I played it, he rented it for me. Yeah. Uh, when I lived in Sykeston, or when I'm not lived in Sykeston, when I was hanging out with him in Sykeston. Um, and I, like, to be fair, it's not like it's a terrible game. It's just not. It's as not what good you as, wanted. As a 2D Sonic, it's yeah, not that. It doesn't. And that have was the speed. first time. Not even Sonic Spinball. Like I enjoyed that. I like that. But the first that time that I played, game. first time I played hmm. 3D Blast, I remember enjoying it for about 20 minutes, and then being like, "Oh, I'm not going to be sad when I have to take this back to the the store tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> this we bought, it's okay if this goes. Mom bought us Sonic 3D Blast because we were oh. also huge fans of Sonic. Oh, uh, like even Sonic Spinball, we got super into. That was a fun yeah. game. Yeah, mom bought a Sonic 3D Blast, and just, I should. God damn, what a disappointment! Well, I should say specifically the the reason, and I'm sure you guys felt the same way having played it. The reason it, it wasn't great wasn't because it didn't look good. It was cool that Sonic was in 3D and everything, but the whole thing with Sonic games is that they're fast. You go Speed, fast. That's yeah. what he does. He doesn't do it in and this one. 3D Blast just grinds that to yeah. a halt because it's in that like 3D <clears throat> isometric thing. Um, yep. And it just it just didn't you work, have to man. Keep it was changing like the camera angle and stuff, like the yeah, gear, not yeah. Camera angle, but like no, the other direction to move. It was so slow. Yeah, 
way, way, way too slow. So it's not a terrible game. It's it's just it was a disappointment. That's exactly how I felt. I think it. you might appreciate yeah. it more if you go back now. You'd be like, you know, this wasn't so uh, bad. Probably. Yeah. 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 But definitely um, as a kid, when I'm expecting the next super fast Sonic yeah. game, this wasn't it. So for my for my first pick here, and this is probably this is probably the most disappointing thing ever for me in video games. I'll say a name first. Do you guys know who Richard Garriott is? Yes. And I know where this is going now, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely do. So Richard Garriott was one of the most influential game designers in history. I mean, he made Ultima. Ultima. He made Ultima. He made RPGs in America cool before like Final yeah. Fantasy and shit came over. He was one of the he was on the forefront of it. Um Ultima had a long history of games. And then he made what is probably my favorite game of all time, Ultima Online. We talked about it. I've talked about it many times here. I put so much of my life into Ultima Online. And I loved it so much. This is a multi-part story. I'll try to keep it as basic as, as quick as possible. So it's it's a multi-part uh, multi disappointment. My first disappointment is that Richard Garriott sold Ultima Online off to EA. And EA, what EA did with Ultima Online is just sad. They turned it into a World of Warcraft light where your items had, you know, different stats, stuff like that, as opposed to just being, oh, I made this or I bought this from a shopkeep, exceptional, whatever. Those of you who played it will know what I'm talking about. They turned it into a stat fest, which sucked. That's not the spirit of Ultima Online. Um, they ruined Ultima Online. It's still going on today, but it's a shell of what it used to be. It's not Ultima anymore. Ultima, I have so many fond memories of Ultima, Ultima Online. It, it really was like a second home for me. Like I, I will never love a game as much as I love that game. The next part of the disappointment is Richard Garriott going on to then make more games. And everyone wanted him to make the next Ultima. So first he made a game called Tabula Rasa. And, you know, we named last year's Halloween special Tabula Rasa, which I sure. loved because it was kind of a little tribute to to what I thought was a cool game, but it lasted about three months and then they canceled it. So Richard Garriott disappears for years. He goes into space. He turns into this weird entrepreneur that like kind of like uh, Elon Musk or not so much Elon Musk, Richard Branson. He's like a Richard Branson type. Yeah. And then he comes back with a game called Oh God, what was the name of the game? I, I've, I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm. It wasn't Ikaruga, right? That wasn't. No, him. no, no. It, this I'm the 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 Josh is starting to take effect at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Josh is taking control. The the guy the Josh is taking control. Um, the Gosh. Oh, the Josh. The Gosh. So oh he, my God. he he makes a game called Shroud of the Avatar. Shroud of the Avatar, and boy, wow. was I fucking hyped for this. He said, this is the return to Ultima Online, basically. He even brought back his character, Lord British. This was the game for me. It was the spiritual successor to Ultima. It was an online game. Um, it wasn't quite Ultima Online, but I didn't fucking care. I had so much faith in Richard Garriott and and what he what he was doing. I even interviewed, one of my first big interviews on the Blogzilla site was with... Uh, Oh God! Is Richard uh, Algram Hammer? I forget his full name. He was a designer on Ultima, and I got to interview him, and it was fucking fantastic. On my uh, 15 on Fridays thing that I used to do, and we, I was yeah. so hyped for anything Ultima related. So Richard Gary brings out this game, Shroud of the Avatar. I buy it day one in early access. I knew it was going to be buggy, and I played it, and it was just awful. Almost all of the assets he put into the game weren't actually. At this is the first time I ever heard of an asset flip. He bought most of the assets from like the Unity store. They didn't custom design anything. The oh, game so nothing worked together. No, not really. And it was this horrible hybrid of like multiplayer and single player. There were some neat ideas behind it, but for someone who just wanted the new Ultima Online, this was such a letdown. 
and I, I I tried my best to love it, and I just couldn't. And I was so disappointed because I thought I was going to find my new home in MMOs. And it turns out it's still World of Warcraft. There's still nothing had, on the market <clears throat> that beats it today. I had no idea until just now that he had anything to do with City of Heroes and City of Villains. He was an yeah. executive producer. He yeah. wasn't a director or, or like, you know, like working directly on the game. But yeah. Well, huh. it's because he worked a lot with NCSoft. NCSoft is the guys that made Tabula Rasa. So he worked on a couple different things. Um, but any, and he's still, a, I still like Richard Garriott. I think he's done some cool things. Um, but now he's working on another MMO and it's an NFT based MMO. And I'm like, come on, man. Is it that really, uh, we strike it while the iron's hot on uh, that one? <laughs> what was the YouTube boxer? What was his name? Logan Paul. Uh, uh, Jake yeah. Paul. Didn't he do that? Oh, he Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah. He had the uh, the the game the game where you base all around blockchain and shit. And like, yeah. boy, I'm glad that I'm yeah. glad that died. I'm glad that died yes. quickly. Well, anyway. I, I there's still some the stuff popular going perception on. of it died. That's yeah. That, honestly, the scariest thing about it is that people aren't talking about it anymore because there are some people that are very deep into it. And yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. Part of me kind of likes the concept of you know this like linked universe where your currency goes like you know you work on something in this game and like uh, you can use that kind of currency in another game like that kind of stuff like. There's some of that that sounds kind of cool, but it's entirely just, it won't work in the system we have right now. Like, it's just going to be abused, and they're going to hit us with every predatory possible fucking gimmick they can, and it's just going to kill everything. Agreed. And I've talked about this way more than I meant to, so I'm sorry. I just get passionate when I talk about (laughs) Ultima and Richard Garriott. Let's go over to Lindsay. Lindsay, what's your first pick of uh, most disappointing video game things? So we all know that I love The Sims. I have always loved playing The Sims and have wasted many, many an hour designing them in their homes. But 4 pissed me off for one small, small reason. They took away my goddamn paint palette. That's true. You can't give me a full paint palette in 3 and then in 4 go back to here. You have three color options. Can't can't confirm. I've heard her complain about this a lot. Just give me back my paint palette. I just want my fucking paint palette. I'm I'm the person who's like, eh. The limited palette is great for me. <laughs> no, you were I hours want in the customization. game. <laughs> you can't take that shit away from me if you've already given it to me. Yes, the game is gorgeous and it's pretty. Why is it so difficult to let me have a paint palette? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Especially if they had it before. It's not like they don't know how to do it. I'm honestly. You better put it in five, games. otherwise I will forever we, be pissed at them. We were just talking about this with Call of Duty last night. That is the modern video game way. The next sequel is always just about removing things that you like, <laughs> and then making you think that you wanted the things that they've added, so that when they put those other things back in, it's like, oh god, Look now the game is very good. No, yeah. it's just back to where it was. Considering the fact that it's EA, I'm surprised it didn't charge you the like <laughs> DLC <laughs> for the palettes. <laughs> it's a dollar for every color. It's a dollar per color. All oh, right. Let's there go back was a to- game that did that before where Wait. you had to pay for like color palettes, no. like, uh, like groups of palettes. No, we're we're uh, we're 50 minutes in and we're only up to part one. We ain't got time to think about that. Jesse, yeah, go. Number yeah, two. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's, it's back to me already? It's back to you. Uh, okay. Uh, my next one is going to be Anthem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, this yeah. this was a game that I was extremely hyped for. <laughs> Asa as well. Like we both got like the big bag collector's editions. The game came out. We took vacation at work, and like we played for an entire weekend, and had an absolute fucking blast with the game. But it turns out that's all there was to do in the game because they never really <laughs> updated it. Yeah, because it was supposed to like they had this whole release schedule of like this DLC content that they were gonna hit us with. They had like three deal like three small DLC content packs planned, a big DLC content pack planned, and all this other stuff. And it was supposed to be this continuous thing where there's gonna be so much stuff that you could do, and literally none of that ever happened. How are they even able to do that? EA. EA was too brave yeah. to yeah. update EA, the game. <laughs> EA had a whole era of, like, they did not, like, if a game didn't do well immediately, they took, like, okay, well, we got the money from the initial payments, and fuck everything else. Like, we're, we're done here. So, like, the, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, was one of those games that released, like, dog shit. And it actually got a significant amount of updates because Disney told them that they had to <laughs> fix their like, shit. Yeah, they're like, hold so, on, nobody likes this game. If you guys don't fix it, we're going to find somebody else to start working on our Star Wars games. Wait, Jesse, you're telling me that EA, the same company that destroyed Ultima Online's legacy, uh, on. fucked up another game? Hang on, <laughs> I, need to, I need to go to my boss. I need to complain that you're telling me to do my job. Oh, whoa, hold on there. Um, this, uh, yeah, EA also was voted the worst company to work for multiple years in a row. EA, in the country. Yeah, yes. EA was the yeah. laughing stock of the video game industry for a long, long time uh, for reasons like this. They just kept putting things out and abandoning, abandoning it or... You know, it was terrible. So what they did, what they did to Anthem is pretty much what they did to Ultima. They just said, they got the IP and they were like, okay, here you go, fuck you. <laughs> Hope you liked it. And like cuz that's what EA has been doing to like BioWare. Like they've yeah. just been kind of like slowly like shitting on BioWare, which used to be like back in the Xbox days, like that the, was uh, the, the RPG Xbox. company. Yeah, yeah, BioWare like they couldn't they could do no wrong. They Mass only Effect, dragged Dragon out Age. goals. Yeah. One two punches. Jade constantly. Empire. Yeah. And I mean even before that, like they were also <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic. Republic. They were yeah. yeah, Jade Empire. I think Shannon just said that. I did. Yeah. Uh yeah, like those were fucking incredible games. Like yeah, they could do no wrong. And then EA picks them up and then we get Mass Effect 2, which wasn't quite as good as the first one, and then we get Mass Effect 3, which after some updates, it was pretty incredible, but that initial release. I I love that you just said the quiet part loud, because I'm in the same boat. I always thought the first Mass Effect was at literally the best it ever got. Most people will tell you 2 is the best one. That 2 is the pinnacle. It's as good as it gets. And I'm like, how? 2 gave <laughs> me limited ammo when the first game had a lore, like, in-game reason for why you only ever needed to let your gun vent. Yep. Yeah, and then in the second one they went, yeah, but we want you to pick up these little icons all over the battlefield when you kill people. Yeah. That's how video games work, you fucking nerd. So start <laughs> doing it the right way. Oh, and like, God. To, to, like the the story into like there was a lot of cool lore stuff that was released in Mass Effect Two. There was a lot of good stuff in Mass Effect Two. Sure, but like the overall story, like that overall campaign, nowhere near as good as the first one. Nope. Uh, yeah. Anyway. That we we don't we don't need to get in all that. Anthem though, like, <laughs> was extremely fun. The Anthem gameplay, was. yeah, the, yeah, the gameplay was fucking incredible. I had a I mech. absolutely, 
Yeah. Like I had I had several mech suits. I could customize the absolute shit out of it. Like the the fighting was super fun. Like I, the gunplay was amazing. So I, I I always I usually bring this up and I feel bad about it, but like and I'm not trying to dig it in, but this is that era when Jesse and them were playing Anthem. Jesse was was poking at me because of Fallout 76 because I threw my money in not on Fallout. True. It's true, ladies and gentlemen. No. <laughs> Shannon kept saying, like, that game's going to suck. I'm going to play my Fallout 76. Shannon kept talking about how we needed to play Fallout 76 with him because he was desperate to get people to play with him. Yes. And, and that wasn't going to happen. And then <laughs> Anthem came out. Everybody played it for a few days, uh, weeks, and then it, and then they never did anything with it. And it died, and I was and I took no joy. I took no joy. I mean this. I took no joy in it dying because I was like, oh, well, Fallout, look, Fallout's doing much better, and Anthem died. It sucked because I also enjoyed Anthem. Um, I also remember Jesse and I both playing Battleborn and loving it. Yeah. And then Overwatch was coming out, and we were like, oh, this game's fucked. <laughs> this game is gonna <laughs> die and it did everybody kept comparing the two games like they were they were very different games very but everybody different kept games. comparing the two of them Holy. and uh like overwatch i mean you, obviously like you know what happened there uh because like i almost put battleborn on my list yeah but like it battleborn wasn't disappointing that game was super fucking it was fun. great i loved it yeah uh, holy shit, Josh! You wrecking me right now. Let's go. I'm. Oh, let's go to. <laughs> let's go to. Let's go to Shelby. No way! You said you were gonna drink the whole bottle. What the fuck is the point yeah, of that glass? This, the, this, the la- glass? this is the last. This is it. This is it. This is my last glass, and I'm out of Josh. My Josh is on empty. My my Josh has not runneth over. <laughs> my Shannon needs wine. <laughs> my last paycheck <laughs> bounced. <laughs> Uh, Shelby, go ahead. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, so I'm going to also throw out a Sonic game. There is a couple 3D Sonic games that I absolutely love, and they are the trashest of Sonic games. <laughs> uh, this one in particular is the trashest of all trash, and that's Sonic Adventure Director's Cut, or Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut. I remember that uh, GameCube, right? The- yeah. yeah. Uh, mainly for the fact that you could not finish some of these levels at max speed which defeated the entire purpose of being sonic uh if you went fast yeah. enough and would collide into a wall you just went through the level that's it <laughs> you, game over buddy start over you you revive from the last <laughs> checkpoint except you lose all of your rings and if you played the game for the reason that i did it was for the chow garden and you need those fucking rings to buy shit so you well, just right. restarted the level because there was no point after you lost them all it's like Ethan said when you when you run at the speed of light, you live in darkness. You live in darkness, <laughs> and it was pretty dark under there. Oh, my favorite though was like when you'd be chasing the the killer whale through the water scene, and you'd be running on the the pier that just kept zigzagging across this ocean for whatever reason because the builders in this game were stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd be doing that, and then you would hit the thing that's like, all right, now max speed, and I'm like, uh. Uh-uh. No. no, I know I got to make a jump off a cliff and land on another cliff in a minute, but uh, it's not going to work. <laughs> I don't trust that. That's a trap. I don't trust my and speed. I'd be, and I'd watch the whale just keep going above me as I fell under. I'd be like, bye, whale. <laughs> <laughs> I found another way out of here. Uh, hey, let's, uh, let's go back to Tanner. Tanner, what do you got? Tanner is not here. Oh, okay. He's not available. All right. So here, I'll, give one, I'll give one more and I gotta go. He's got one more and I gotta go. Okay. 
What do you got? Uh, Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron. What? Oh, well, you can go fuck yourself. Wait, which one? Why? Which the, one? Are you talking the, about the Nintendo 64? No, the uh, the Xbox game, the one that came out like last year the year before. That's Star oh, no, no, Wars no, no. Squadron. Squadron, yeah, not Squadron. Squadron. Yeah. 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 Now Shannon's going to tell you to fuck yourself. No, 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 no. I agree with him. I agree with him, except in VR. That game, like, basically, I'm not a fan of it. The story? The story? Great. Why we bought the game in order to play with each other? Terrible. The multiplayer in that game is just terrible. It wasn't great. It really wasn't. The multiplayer was bad. Yeah, we all got it very excited to play, like, sorry, because Hunter and I... Uh, and I can't remember Tanner. I, I literally I'm tipsy. I can't remember if you played Battlefront with us. But Hunter and yes. I, not we, as much. Yes, we played the shit out of Battlefront. Like uh, seriously, we've talked we, about it on the show a million times. Um, yes. So Schwarzenegger or Weathers, it was just yes. this was this twenty four seven Battlefront. Yeah. That's all we did, man. And 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 we were so excited to play a new Star Wars game, and this one was going to be the you know in space. And I'm like, yes, man, yeah. Star Wars Why is fucking around? awesome. And it was disappointing. I I finally found a reason to play the game it was in vr playing it in vr is completely different it's 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 like you're it's cool but the base game like by itself i was also disappointed so i'm with you there 100 percent. yeah i fucking loved rogue swatcher and i was gonna hurt you that that (laughs) my bad my bad we should say Rogue Squadron is famously an incredible N64 game, he, very popular. Even the third one wasn't great, but calling it a disappointment would have been a lot. I think we should have known whenever that game was like 20 bucks. That should have been a hint. I think it was 30, but you're right. It was like yeah. half price. It, yeah. was, it, it was a budget a title. Game and, when was the yeah. last time you heard of a Star Wars game being a budget title? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that, yeah. I think that upcoming, which is never coming out at this point, but that Hunters, that multiplayer one. I don't think that's ever coming Switch. out either. I, and if it does, I think it's supposed to be a budget title. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, it, literally, the only thing I love about Gros. that fucking name is Gros. Gros. They, they stole your Wookie. fucking name. Fucking the name I stole from them in the first place. No. All right. Well, whoa, 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 hey there. Let's go to Hunter. Uh, <laughs> as I all take right, well, my, I'm, as I take my last, I swallowed Josh for the last time. <laughs> um, if I'm moving chronologically, no. I have two that came about at almost the exact same time and i really can't decide between the two i don't think anybody's gonna pick them anybody superposed me throwing two at the same time for no, the go same for reason it. i did the whole richard garriott history so um like it would have been the late 2000s i want to say this was around 2008 or so uh it was definitely sometime after i was out of college i was definitely working at radio full-time by then uh there was a glut of games that came out that were just great Red Dead Redemption, Batman Arkham Asylum, the Ghostbusters video game. It was just banger after banger after banger for a while. But situated sort of in between those were two games that simultaneously disappointed me for basically the same reasons. And that's Bioshock 2 and Final Fantasy 13. Okay, so so Bioshock, I can't can't get behind you just because I never really played it much. I played it, but I didn't play it that much. But Final Fantasy 13, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Both, uh, both of I can games. absolutely get... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, 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 Jesse, go for it, because you were going to say, I think, I was, what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, I can absolutely get behind him on Bioshock 2. That was such a disappointing game. It was a different developer. Ken Levine had nothing to do with it. That's the one yep. where you, where you are the da- big daddy, right? From the beginning. Sort yeah. of. Yeah, from the very Basically. beginning. Basically. 
Um, because that happens in the first one, but like, yeah, pretty much basically from the, so the thing about it was Bioshock 2 is following up on a game that I never expected to love so much. I, I picked up Bioshock on a whim. Uh, that's when Matt Sism and I were, were living in the same place shortly right after I'd gotten out of college. Uh, I played the shit out of it. He borrowed it from me when I was at work and would play it. And then I'd have to get home and be like, give it back, give it back, give it back. I'm not done with it. Give it back. (laughs) And, and and loved that game. So when they announced the sequel, which we knew was coming, I was super excited about it. And it was very much, they pitched it early on as like, it's Bioshock, but more. Which in a lot of times in the sequel is all I want. If the game is great, don't try to do a bunch of new crazy shit. Just give me more of the same stuff with a few upgrades. And I think that's what they thought they were doing, but it was so fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Like it just was the most boring game I'd ever played. Final Fantasy 13, I actually mainly got for Sarah because she had gotten really into 12, really into 12, and uh, was excited that there was a new one coming out. And I told her, you know, up front, hey, the Final <laughs> Fantasy games are, are very different, but like, I'm down. Let's go. It looks fun. Uh, it was not. It was not fun. It was not fun at all. I picked it up for her at a time when she was living in uh, Kennet still and I was living in Cape. So it was one of those, like, I get to play it a little bit before, you know, she comes up to visit for the weekend. And uh, I only had it for two days before she got there. And by the time that she came out that weekend, I was like, this this is all you. If you like this, take it with you. Uh, I suspect you will not. I am pretty sure I traded it back in that following Monday because it was just that. So, I mean, it was just hallway simulator 2008 or whatever year it was. <laughs> like, you're just so fucking boring. And I don't understand how you take two of the biggest franchises in video gaming and make them just... Just follow this one line. Just follow that line. Yeah. All the time. Just follow that line. All the time. Oh, I hate it. They they did not expect Bioshock to be near as successful as it was because that was just like, I mean, lightning struck. That was a fucking incredible game. The story, the gameplay, it was all so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, then Bioshock 2 was like, all right, we're taking you back to Rapture. You could be a big daddy. And and now you've gotta you gotta hang out with the little sisters. Hey daddy. And (laughs) <laughs> uh, and now you can have like plasmids on not not plasmids that's not what they were called no they were uh, that was plasmids yeah okay you can you can have you could be two of them at once you can have one on each hand and all this yeah. other stuff and like there was so much about it that sounded so cool and the gameplay of it was super fun but the story was yeah you you're you're absolutely correct the story was beyond boring yeah i just they also i mean gosh. <laughs> to be fair, most of the gameplay was fun, but this was when they first also instituting those. And I don't hate this in video games now, but then I didn't. I didn't care for it. The like wave defense, like hey, oh, hold yeah. this area down for a little while. All the fucking well, that's time. Fun. That's fun in a multiplayer game where we can be like, all right, you take that side, you do this. I'm keeping the healing up, or I'll do the thing. What? No, you're alone. You're alone. Yeah. Good luck. They're coming from above. They're coming from below. They're coming through the vents. Uh, you don't know how to deal with them. You're going to have to use one plasmid for one and one for another. Oh, fuck it, man. I, by that point in the game, I was so irritated with it. I was like, I, I'm good. <laughs> that, was actually, that was actually one of the highlights of the game for me. I always, like, I always felt like some unstoppable well, badass motherfucker when I was and, doing that. And infamously, I didn't really start playing because you were already playing a lot of multiplayer by then. And that's a very multiplayer-centric technique, even though you were playing it alone. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had, I, I was a veteran of first-person shooters by that point. Like, I, by see, the way, I was, I was not at all. I, I love watching Shelby's little ass flying around in the background of Jesse's video. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep oh, seeing see Shelby flying. I just keep seeing her flapping around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, I'm hey, finding for, things for, for the listener in the game. In the game, Shelby's not literally world. just yeah. like she's not just flying. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, <laughs> my, just flying around just the office. Just flapping around, you know. My next <laughs> pixel. My next pixel is a quick one. Oh God, Josh, what have you Ooh. done to me? Um, my next pick is a quick <laughs> one. It, it, it's Street Fighter Six. I I am such a Street Fighter fan. I'm a huge fucking Street Fighter fan. I have a Street Fighter arcade cabinet. Um, I love Street Fighter. I love playing as Ken. He's my dude. If not Ken, Cammy. I'm good at it. I played online and I won most of my matches. I'm pretty legendary around gaming grounds for just whooping ass at Street Fighter. Um, it's 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 like for me, it's like Smash to Jesse. Jesse's very good at Smash Brothers, and everyone knows he's good at Smash Brothers. Everyone knows me that with Street Fighter. So I was hyped when Street Fighter Six was coming out. They had a create a character feature. They had like this big exploration thing where you could uh, go around Metro City. I think it was called Metro City. It's it's whatever the the city was from um, um, Final Fight, and I was so hyped for it. I played the demo and. It was a little weird, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see what happens when the full game comes out. And the full game came out, and I hated it. The fighting wasn't bad. Like, it's Street Fighter. Street Fighter is always good when it comes to the fighting. But the characters were so... I don't know, man. They... It, it it wore its anime. A lot of weird shit. It's weird. It wore it wears this anime influence on its on its shoulder, on its, its chest like a fucking badge. And I just wasn't into it. They turned Blanca into this weird overalls wearing fucking hick who slaps his ass in his matches, which is very strange. They have the underage girl that every time you knock her down, her skirt flies up and you see her underwear, uh. and it's very blatant. Um, it's and they put this big fo- focus on Luke. Who is like my least favorite Street Fighter character of all time? You got Ken and Ryu right there. Um, not only that, but the predatory. Everybody's bored of Ken and Ryu. But the, Jesse, also the the predatory practices of their DLC and their uh, real money stuff. Like char, I think it was like twenty dollars per Ninja Turtle to buy them for the costumes. Oh my God, it was bad. It was bad. Street Fighter Six, even though the fighting was fun, the game was just a huge disappointment. And I don't think I've ever been that disappointed by a fighting game before. So yeah. I still I have it. I bought it on Steam, hoping I could play it on my ally, and that I would like it more in handheld mode. And it was fine, but I realized I still just didn't like the game. But unfortunately, it was past the two hours, and I couldn't return it. <sighs> so I'm stuck with it on two systems. I want to talk about it. Let's go to Lindsay. My next one is Trauma Center on the Wii. The game was already hard enough on the DS, and then they made it even harder on the Wii. Because to utilize your power, you had to trace a star using the Wii remote that if you were off the tiniest bit, it would fail. And it just pissed me off. (laughs) I remember her being very disappointed with that. Because, like, I liked the first one, even though I never got to finish it because of an asinine bomb that you had to defuse that confused the shit out of me. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get a second chance on the Wii. I can do something different. No, I didn't. I didn't even get that far on the one on the Wii. She didn't even get to perform surgery on Josh. What was wrong with us? What was wrong with us in the late 2000s when we all went? You know what I want to do when I play video games is work out. Like I really just if I'm if I'm not getting uh, if I'm not working up a good sweat, what was all this for? I, I remember seeing a commercial for a Metroid on Wii. I think it was either Prime. Uh, now what was the one on Other, other M. M? Other M. It was, I think it was Other M. And the dude is like diving behind his couch and he's using the blaster like a gun. God. And it, I was like, who wanted that? Who wanted to dive who behind their couch? That was maybe that was a commercial for because they also did Prime Three on the Wii. They, they did trilogy as well. It could have been any of well, those. Yeah they, yeah, they did the trilogy. 
Uh, well, that's back when Nintendo was still getting Call of Duty like entries yeah. too. So I mean, any yeah. shooter really. Oh, Resident yeah. Evil. I mean, I had that. I got that like gun thing given to me for free somewhere along the way. The blaster deal where you popped it in. So I, one of the Resident Evil Revelations games, I played a little bit that way. But like, I remember along the way, like looking around at myself. I'm standing in my bedroom in that duplex I was talking about earlier, and I was just Shannon. I was just Hannibal Burris. What am I doing? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Why, why am I doing? I, I don't, you talking about Call of Duty on the Wii unlocks a memory of that night. Me, Jesse, and Colin played Black Ops on Wii. It was before the con, the uh, the anime con we went to with Lindsay. Oh my God, con! And I don't know if Jesse remembers, but there was uh, one of the characters we ran into uh, online, and Jesse's looking at me like he doesn't remember this. Um, I'm gonna post. Oh. I'm gonna post the name in here in the um, oh no. in the chat. Yeah. I know yeah. He knows. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that that was the name. Hit the wrong button. That that was the name in the chat that we ran across, and I'm gonna delete it now. Wasn't his icon like a T-Rex and a gorilla? No, that was Black Ops. That was Black Ops on the Xbox. Yeah, I don't think that was the same thing. But it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Anyway, we ain't got a lot of time. Let's go to Jesse. Jesse number three, and make it quick, like really quick. Number three. All right, all right. I I can do this one pretty quick. Borderlands three. Yes. Oh, yes. Agreed. Yeah. That was on my short list. Yeah. yeah. I so like it. Everybody that knows me knows that like the Borderlands franchise in general is like one of my favorite franchises of all time. Fucking love those games. Looter shooter, uh, RPG, all those elements. It's it's a great time. Borderlands Two is one of my favorite games of all time. Like it's easily in my top three. And Borderlands 3, like, they lost the the person that they had to do the story for Borderlands 2 and Tales from the Borderlands. Um, Tiny Tina's brother, for what it's worth. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, Ashley Birch's brother. Um, um, yeah. uh, I forget Tim his name. Birch, I think is his name. I forget, but it was him, her, and her dad. They were even in Saints Row <laughs> together. That was weird. It was from Ash, what you're playing. Hey, uh, Ash, what you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, he, he did the writing for Hey, Ash, What You Playing as well. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he he did the writing for Borderlands 2 or was one of the head writers. He There were some creative differences, so he did not come back from Borderlands 3. And the story was very, very mediocre. Like, I the gameplay. Yeah. yeah. The gameplay was great. The environments was great. Uh, like, there's some other stuff that you could do in the game that was really, really fun. Uh, there's a lot of there was a lot of good about the game, but the story, like I just I could not get invested, and that was a huge bummer for me because like I got so invested in the story in Borderlands 2, and it it's it's still just so fucking good. A uh, lot of like characters they just killed off for shock value, like they had this really sentimental end bit that was not uh, it didn't land near as well as they wanted it to. Like it just it was a disappointment overall. I agree with them. I bought it. We all bought it at the same time, and I fucking hated it. I barely played it. I I don't know why. Yeah. I just couldn't stand it. All right, let's go Honorable to Shelby. mention because he mentioned it to Tiny Tina's Wonderlands too, because it it was another one that came and went real fast. Are you talking about the one that was its own release, not the DLC, but like the full game? Yeah, the the yeah. medieval one. Yeah, yeah, I loved it at first, and it wore out really quick, really yes. quick. All right, yeah, it wasn't a disappointment, but it came and went yeah. real fast. Shelby. Uh, my next game is going to be Banjo Tooie, which is oh. the second installment of Banjo Kazooie. I know. I really, the, I love everything except for this one mechanic, and unfortunately, it is like the entirety of the game. If you do something in level one and you see something that's locked, it could be until level five 
that you get the key for that. So now you have to go all the way back to level one. Backtrack. And remember, yeah. remember where that thing is, because these levels are so twisted and messed up and like everything looks the same. I have to use a guide and I've played this game dozens of times. Yeah. I I just put out a castle or pff, fuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not. I'm typing something up and that's all I can think of. Alright, let's go to Hunter. He's just, he's just saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Nikki ha- Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Nikki. <laughs> the things they're doing, all electric cars. They're trying um, to debank you. <laughs> the the probably the easiest one to put on this list and maybe the one that, that went on here the fastest when I started trying to think of these games um, because I am such a or I'm starting to feel like I should say I was but anyway uh, a huge fan of the Resident Evil series um, 6 was a big disappointment 6 was the yeah. first big disappointment honestly yeah. damn um, that was bad that was the first two, like real uh, real scratch in the armor there Oh, yeah. One and two are legitimately some of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. The remake of two is like in the top five easily without a question. Uh, three was a little bit of a letdown for me, but I wouldn't call it a disappointment. It was just hard and I was younger and it, it was just difficult. I just had to really work a lot harder to get through it. So um, four was a game changer. Five, I honestly thought was good, too. But six is where it started to fall. So not to not to change the subject a little bit, but wasn't three the one that like three wasn't actually three code Veronica was supposed to be three. But then they um, yeah, something, something happened. Like that. Yeah, three is basically <laughs> and, and much like the remakes were too. Three is like two point five. Yeah, because it takes place in between one and two. It's a smaller, more contained story uh, where Code Veronica goes into a completely different deal. And even it wasn't disappointing, but it also was very hard. Like I don't know what yeah. happened, but three and, and Code Veronica were two of the hardest games in the series. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like five. I thought five was interesting enough. It it had some kind of multiplayer component to a degree with you having a partner and all of that. But uh, six, six should have been it. Six was the first time they were bringing everything together. You want more action packed? Play these guys. You want more, you know, zombie survival horror? Play these guys. None of it worked. They split the yeah. game into three different sections and all three were, they paled in comparison to all the other games. Because yeah. uh, like no the... Good. I, I played through that whole game uh, with, with Katie Reed because um, we were both really, really pumped about it. Like, I was both big fans of the franchise and everything. And I did play through that entire game with her. Yeah. Um, and I only had fun for parts of the Leon story. Yeah. yeah. His his was the zombie survival, like, horror, yeah. so, actual <clears throat> Resident Evil section. And that was the only one worth it. I also looked it up because I had to know, and uh, I'm reading it. it. says, after producer Shinji Mikami and his team uh, learned they would be unable to port Resident Evil 2 to the Sega Saturn, they began developing an original game, which became Code Veronica. Although labeled a spinoff, it was designed as the true sequel to 2 and was called Resident Evil 3 um, before they had to like change it because of the porting issues. So, yeah, that sucked. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, Lindsay, before I make my next choice, do you have any Pokemon on your list? Let's come, come on back. On, right. Sorry, it wasn't letting me unmute. Um, they're all mobile, if that helps at all. Okay, so no mainline Pokemon games. I had one that I was debating, but even I still enjoyed it, well, even I'll if it was disappointing. S- I'll say it now: Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. 
Um, really? Yeah. And I'll just take those off my list. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. But no, like, I'm sorry. I'm not... It's all about the uniforms, isn't it? Yeah. No, I gotta, I gotta kind of no, agree with him. Broken. The lagging in that game was so yes. bad. After, <clears throat> I felt so. I've never been a Pokemon player ever. I've dabbled in the games and I've always liked the series. It's like Legend of Zelda. I never really played a lot of Zelda, but I like the series. Um, but I fucking loved Sword and Shield. I know a lot of people maybe aren't as big on it, but I loved Shield. I put so much time into Shield. I got to the very end and I didn't get to finish it because of personal reasons, but I loved it. I played the shit out of Shield. I adored it. So when Scarlet and Violet were coming out, I was like, okay, well, they keep getting better with age, right? This is going to be even better. And I got the game, and from the beginning, you get to design your character in the beginning, which was awesome. You get to pick the hair and all that. That's the first time they did that. And that was where my joy ended. Because then you get in the game, it's a laggy fucking mess. The story, I don't care. A lot of people say they love the story. I think the story's terrible. It's so fucking immature and just, like, goofy. And I know Pokemon's kind of goofy anyway, but I loved the sports feel of Sword and Shield. I love the fact that you were, like, a fucking athlete. You had your player card and everything. In this, you're just some dumbass school kid with your dumbass professor who's dressing up like a kid to probably molest children for all I know. I don't know. I don't like Clive, but... It's, it's just, I hated it. I love the gameplay, and that's the only reason I played it, because the gameplay is still good, because it's Pokemon, and I love the Pokemon it's themselves. So laggy. But it's the, so the, the laggy. The technical aspect is so broken that it, yes. just, it was hard to enjoy. What, what was, uh, what's her bitch's name? The, your friend that always follows you. Oh, the little psychopath oh. that all she yes. wants to talk about is, like, battling? Yeah. Get laid. God. Dude, I got so frustrated <laughs> with her. <laughs> I almost is right over there. <laughs> I got so close to just not going to any of the bosses and just defeating the rest of the world because I was like, I know this bitch is going to show up right afterwards when I have no health. Right. And and again, I, I'm not to say I'm not going to say that I don't like the game. I do like the game. I still play it. Um, I want to go through it again because there are a lot of things I like about it, but I was disappointed in it. And yes, the uniforms sword and shield gave you so many options for customizing your character. And then Scarlet and Violet's like, here's your uniform. Pick from one of three. Good luck. I was so yeah, disappointed. Yeah, pick your season. Yeah. Yeah, like that's all you could do. Yeah, yeah I, that part I am also chat. still disappointed in. I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah the, the lack of character customization was very disappointing, especially after how much you had in yep. previous games. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we were talking about it in the group chat where like <clears throat> Shelby nearly quit the game several times. Like she just beat it out of spite, I feel like. But, <laughs> uh, because like, she got like pretty much every game breaking or game ruining bug that you could run into in that game. Yeah. Shelby got like every single one of them. I got really lucky, had a mostly smooth experience with the game. Like I still hit some bugs because when he says funny. every single yeah. one of them, he doesn't mean just like once. It happened yeah. at least four times per session <clears throat> I played. The the big thing with me for this is that like the game is so good. I would still recommend it because I enjoyed it. But there is no fucking excuse for, for Game Freaks and Nintendo to put out such an unpolished, buggy fucking mess. There's no reason for it. Even if you don't care about the uniforms, that's one thing. But I literally watched a cutscene where two characters right next to each other, one was at 30 frames a second and the other was at one. It looked like a fucking slideshow. There's no... And Lizzie knows because she was there. She saw it. Yes. Yep. There's, that was funny. There's no, there's no excuse, excuse for it. There's no, no excuse. If no. you can make there's Breath not, of the Wild, it's hilarious to watch some of it. If you can put Breath of the Wild out on Switch, there's no reason for Pokemon to be that fucked up. No. So yeah, no. I was super disappointed. All right, Lindsay. 
I'm, I am so tipsy. This is, this is honestly probably going to be my last ones because I don't play a lot of games in general. That's cool because we're over but, on time. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> like, Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Masters, like, those mobile games, I'm like, cool, I'm going to have more Pokemon mobile stuff I can play. I don't give a shit about any of that gameplay. It's not my kind of gameplay. So I got hyped that I was getting new games, and then, oh, I'm not even going to play these. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, and I know Lindsay is the biggest Pokemon fan of the world, so for her to be disappointed, like she even defended Scarlet and Violet right there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for her to be disappointed in Pokemon says something. So, yeah, I'll give it to you. All right, we got two more picks left. Let's make them fast. Jesse. All right, uh, my next one is going to be... Uh, I'm going to go with Brink. Does anybody even remember this fucking game? Yeah, yeah because yeah. we were all going to buy Blue it at cover. GameStop. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to be the next Team Fortress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was created by a, a dev studio that was formed <clears throat> from uh, Quake modders and Team Fortress modders. They're like very good ones. They all they, yeah. they created a series of excellent mods for both of those games. This So this was supposed to be like a next-gen Team Fortress 2 on uh you know xbox 360 and ps3 which was you know uh like it was was supposed to be be way more customization options like it was a class-based first person shooter set in a dystopian future uh where global warming has flooded the earth everything about it looks super cool like all of the stuff looked good like the dev studio was great and i remember like uh i bought it like i got a few other people to buy it including like trevor camp and uh trevor had my favorite quote for this game uh he's like it's about three updates away from being like my favorite game of all time it got one (laughs) uh last i heard like it was still like reasonably successful they went free to play uh like in the late 2010s but i never did go back and try it again i don't know what the current state of it is Someone tried to buy it at my store the other day. <laughs> Everyone knows I own Gaming Grounds at Cape Girardeau. And um, they tried to buy it on 360. And I said, look, let me tell you about that game. And I kind of told them a little bit of the history about it. And I actually talked them out of buying it. So, yeah. It was disappointing <laughs> for sure. All right, let's go to Shelby. Uh, final. Or, sorry, not. That's not not, fun, not final, no. Not, not final. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be The Legend of Zelda. And it is... Twilight Princess, sorry, had to go through all the ones that I had an issue with there for a second. Uh, Mainly because I really wanted to 100% that, because it's one of my favorite things, especially on Zelda games, because there's so much shit there. If you can 100% it, it's kind of like, ha, look, I really have no life. But it's great. I love it. Um, That one you cannot. You can get to 99.9%, but you cannot get 100%. Yes. What? And it's because of the Poe Souls. You can get 59 out of 60 of them, but because that 60th one completes the postal quest for the underground uh, king, you have to go and turn it into him. So you go right back down to not having that postal in your inventory. So he has it, and you did it, but you don't have it in your inventory, so it doesn't count as a completion score. What the fuck? Yeah. That's fucked up. Brutal. Yeah. That's Nintendo's yeah, that fucking sucks. trolling you at that point. Dude, it was yes. bad. And I think it's because you can like repeat that quest and keep doing it because every time you complete it, you get a silver rupee, which is a thousand rupees. Right. And I was like, I don't but give you don't a want the fuck. I've already... You want the rupee if you have the <laughs> armor because that's the power armor that consumes rupees and you're invincible when you have it on. 
So you use that to defeat Ganon if you don't know how to beat him. Oh, okay. But it takes a butt ton of money to get um, that armor fun, anyway. Fun story about Twilight Princess. Lindsay knows. I bought it for Wii because I've never been a big Zelda fan. Like I said, I played uh, Link to the Past, and I love Zelda what? too. Um, I bought Twilight Princess for the Wii. I couldn't figure out how to get the fishing pole in the beginning, and I quit. And that was and that was my experience with Twilight Princess. That's that checks so, out. I had a friend who Pretty bought story. who bought the Wii version, but then he bought the guide for GameCube, not, not realizing the they were mirrored. Yeah, not the same. Yeah. Oh. Was like what the oh. fuck? Such a weird fucking thing. All right, right? Why? All right, Hunter. Uh, Jesse alluded to it earlier, so let's just get it out of the way. Marvel's Avengers, the Square Enix game from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and I'll and I'll say up front, the story is a lot of fun. It was. And the story plays well, and it's and it's a good time. Uh, the gameplay works well in the story. Now, here's the bad part: the story is about five hours long. It's not meant as a as a story based game. It's meant as a live service game. Yeah, that you are going to play for about um, fifteen minutes, and then go. I don't ever want to do this again, dude. How the which fuck? Which is exactly what we did. How the fuck did did DC? And Rocksteady, look at what they did with the Avengers and go, let's do that. Let's do that. That let's worked do that. out well, right? Yeah, let's do yeah, a, I picked- a campaign that lasts like seven, eight hours and then add on the live service part that no one wants. Yeah. I picked this game up a couple of summers ago. It wasn't last year. I think it was the year before in the summer. The gold edition was super cheap, and I got it for, I think, like 20 bucks. and I really wanted to play a Marvel game. So, again, I really enjoyed the story. Shannon already had it. He's like, hey, when you get done, let's play some some online. You know, we'll pick and up we characters. Did. yeah. And we did again. We legitimately played for like one afternoon. I played Iron Man, if I remember correctly. I think you were playing Kate Bishop a lot yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, and again, even just the characters they were releasing for it were kind of disappointing. Like I love Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop's a great character. Like like that character as much as the next person. But like, you have most of the core Avengers there, and and Ms. Marvel, and oh. then you think to add kate bishop and not oh. like i don't know ant-man and, or and, scarlet witch and don't forget War machine don't forget that they fucking console locked spider-man oh yeah yeah you could yeah. only get spider-man if you were on a playstation console, yeah console just, locked holy oh, shit god yeah and we were playing on xbox of course so that was out yeah. of the question um when they added black panther i booted the game up one time and i played as him briefly and i was like yeah this is fun and i just never i never stuck with it past that point so again the disappointment part is what's true the live service was so boring it was so convoluted all the different types of like materials you had to gather and and currencies and just it was it was dumb yeah it's just a real damn shame that's another one that they they fully shut down like everything's free in the in the sewer and all that we're having so much more fun with dc universe online right now which is crazy yes an old which is also completely free yeah uh yeah yeah yeah. i I haven't spent a dollar on it i haven't spent a dollar on it so um (laughs) it's just as free as marvel heroes it's just as free as marvel heroes this is the thing this is the thing where Shannon later will be like, why does everybody not take me seriously? Like, when I say shit, why does everything I say sound like a joke? Because <laughs> most of the time it is. <laughs> well, my next pick is uh, is the Castlevania series as a whole. I don't understand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what happened. The Josh has fully taken over. We had, no, we had so many good Castlevania games. Growing up, Castlevania was my favorite fucking series. You take video games and you combine it with horror movies because it was it was mostly based on the Universal films. That's why you had Dracula and and uh, Frankenstein's monster as villains and yeah. shit. 
and it was amazing and this went all the way up through like every generation of consoles up until the uh game boy advance and then the ds the the ds was the last good castlevania game i don't care what anyone says and then konami the fucking idiots over there would fish up their asses they decided i don't understand why that's the thing um they decided to reboot castlevania as the lord of shadow series which is fine it was okay the lord of shadows games were all right the first one was pretty good even though you're you're describing it like dennis talking about that trampoline (laughs) (laughs) it was all right it was was pretty good i hated it 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 was fine it was all right (laughs) Oh, it like wasn't it. good. It wasn't great, but it's the important thing. The first game, at least, it had a great cast. You had um, uh, Lindsay, who played uh, Mr. Gold in in uh, Once Upon a Time. I always forget. The actor's name? Oh, God. He was also in 28 Days Later. You're, you're asking the wrong person. I'm going to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy if I don't look it up because he's a great actor, but I'm very tipsy. <laughs> He wants it to go faster, but he's going to look up the actor. I'm going to look it up. He... Robert Carlyle. I, mean, I, I, I got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Robert Robert Carlyle. So he played uh, Gabriel Belmont, and Patrick Stewart was in the game. It had a great cast, but it played like God of War. It, was, it completely abandoned its Castlevania roots as a 2D side-scroller, much like Sonic earlier. It went into like a 3D God of War-style game. Fine. That's okay. It's still good. They redid yeah. the entire plot line of castlevania which kind of sucked they put a game out for the 3ds called mirrors of fate it was okay it was just okay and they did, then they did lords of shadow 2 which was bad and then you know what they did nothing they fucking abandoned castlevania for the rest of time and the that's only that's not true the only they thing got we all got those pachinko machines over <laughs> god damn China. you god damn you they <laughs> So he's right. Like, <laughs> well, they, why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> they, they, they put out the Castlevania art of Advanced Collection and the original collection, which was great, but it's just the old Castlevania games put together, right? Right. So then yeah. Netflix brings out the Castlevania show, both the original and Nocturne, which both do great. Everybody loves them. And Konami still hasn't made a new fucking Castlevania game. Why? I don't understand. Because- I'm so mad about this. Like, I'm so mad about that, Hunter. That's all I heard. Yeah. Like, Castlevania uh, is your corn. Castlevania is one of my, like, it's probably my favorite video game series of all time. If not Mario, it's Castlevania. I am such a big fucking Castlevania fan. And then you have a hot property in Castlevania's anime on Netflix, and you don't capitalize on it? Not only that, but Konami has also abandoned Contra. They've abandoned so many of their franchises that were good. What the fuck is wrong with you? They were abandoned. There's a lot more money in those. God damn it. A lot more money in those Chinko machines, man. (laughs) I'm so mad right now. Let's go to Jesse. I can't. I fucking can't. Last one. My last one. God my damn last it. one's going to make Shannon mad, I think, but not as mad as he just got, though. Diablo Immortal. Yeah, I'm honestly not too mad about Diablo Immortal. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, so that, that was the thing. Like, Diablo Immortal, like, I, I, you know, I thought it was annoying the the first time they announced it. Hey, we got a new Diablo game coming. Don't uh, you well, have you phones? Got phones, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah, like, that whole thing was annoying, but whatever. Because I actually did like the idea of, you know, being able to play Diablo on my phone. Like, that sounds cool. Uh, game finally releases, and I grab it. And, like, the the disappointing part 
is like how it's monetized. It's like I I understand that that's the that's just the fucking world we live in now. We're like microtransactions and everything else is what makes the the game continue going games as a service is the future um it's not ideal but whatever it makes it to where if you don't spend money in the game you can only progress to a certain point in the difficulty of the game that's so stupid yeah very much so uh and it's not a small amount of money either uh like you have to use paid currency to be able to do like the higher tier rifts and all this other stuff like is it's it's dumb so there's only like so much gameplay you can get out of it if you want to stick with free to play which like i i because i'm usually fine with depending on like you know if the game is fun enough like i'll stick with it free to play you know maybe drop a dollar or two here on certain other things as long as like i can get where i want to go and i can you know play the whole game for free i can i can do as much as anybody else can um, you know, I can, I understand it's faster if you give money or if you give them money, but as long as I can still do it, that's fine. You literally cannot in Diablo Immortal. You right. have to give them money. Right. Yeah. And which is a shame and, because there's some things in Diablo Immortal I really liked. It had more of an MMO system before Ford come out. It also had some really yep. good classes. They, including the, what the blood knight that they just introduced to it, yeah. which is basically like, like a vampire like warrior. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bummer that that's stuck to a fucking mobile game and i think diablo 4 which i i hear diablo 4 the new season not going over so well so yikes it's it's all built around traps you like constantly getting stuck in a trap don't you well, hunter we we established earlier that i do like traps so let's <laughs> let's go to shelby for her last pick uh, um i didn't really have anything prepared for number five i'm just gonna go with pal world for now Whoa! i hate that these little fuckers can attack me oh. through me catching them i literally like, have pal world pulled up right now i'm gonna buy it as soon as we're off here so it doesn't fuck with the uh algorithms or whatever it's called internet connection so <laughs> the algorithm of my ip now that i know shelby <laughs> hates it i don't know if no, I, wanna... I don't hate it the only thing i it's like frustrating because i i know it's gonna go on the ball i know i'm gonna catch it but it just throws out that like toxic sludge bomb right as it's being sucked up into the orb i'm like come on i just hit you in the face with a thing that's compressing you into light you can't <laughs> attack anymore it's over it's over for you you're about to be butchered or made a slave <laughs> your choice um, hey, why not both? Why not both? When they're no longer useful. Because yeah. if you butcher them, they go away. I'll butcher yeah. the humans. That's my goal. I'm gonna I'm joining your server and I'm going to be the pal world, the pals will Don't. tell the legend of the poacher hunter who murders humans wherever he sees them. That'll be me. Only the poachers and the trappers. You have to leave the marketeers alone so I can buy shit from them. I won't kill them, but those the moachers, they're done for. All right. Let's go. Let's go to Hunter. Nope, Last that's pick. It. That's what it is. Uh, it's Starfield. Oh, Starfield was disappointing as fuck. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I still I, like it. And again, but yeah, it's it's not a, it's not a bad game. It's no. not something I didn't put hours into or play or enjoy to some degree. But what a letdown! But when when Bethesda drops a new RPG and it's a new IP, so I'm like, okay, like they're they're going all in. It's their whole new thing, and it's just less interesting Mass Effect. <laughs> I, who gives a shit man like i yeah. just i don't care i told you i've said this story i've told this story a couple times to you guys not on the show but like there was that that weekend it's now been a couple of months ago 
Sarah and I are, are holed up in the office in here playing video games. Uh, nobody was on. It was the middle of the day on like a Saturday, and I think it was a, a CCW day. So I am like, I have already done my, my daily stuff for my, my live service games. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? I got Starfield. I'll just pop in. I start playing Starfield, and I end up playing for about three hours straight. I'm in the Discord the entire time, and Steven finally jumps in and joins it, and he's like, hey, what are you doing, man? And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, I'm doing, <laughs> doing like 14 different little side quests I don't give a shit about, and they're literally just fetch quests. Just run from right. one location that I don't care about to another location I don't care about. The most fun I'd had was in trying to break the game because I was actively trying to, like, not finish one quest because I didn't like these people, so I was helping them only as much as I could while trying to help other people, and I ended up causing two opposing factions to fight each other. But all that did was cause me to fail both quests, and that was that was when the spell was broken. <laughs> I, like between that and Steven, I went, all right, this is it, and I uninstalled it that afternoon. I, I went, I don't want to play this anymore. I was absolutely in love with that game at first, and I played a bunch of it. I loved at first. I loved it. I loved the idea of it. But it, it crept in slowly, the disappointment. Like when you realize that the flight is basically limited to just fast travel between two locations. There is dog fighting, but the dog fighting is so basic and it's not fun. Um, nope. But when I finally, when it really hit me that I was actually disappointed, we were all playing. I, I think we might have been playing the same, the same game at the same time, but I found a derelict ship. And when I went on the derelict ship, there was blood everywhere. The like it was this yeah. really creepy thing. And like, holy shit, what's going on? And nothing. Nothing happened. There was nothing to it. And I went just, this just ambiance. Yeah, it's just ambiance. I'm like, what a waste. And that's that's Starfield in a nutshell is what a waste. I think they could fix it. I think they could fix it. I think if they put the effort into it, they could. Bethesda's a big company. Look, look what they did for Fallout 76. Again, they they took Fallout 76 and and even though Zenimax did uh, ESO, both of those games were games that had a chilly response when they came out, and they they turned them into good games. So maybe maybe Todd Howard is like, no, I ain't gonna let this one go. Well, the thing I kind of Mind appreciate with that was very good when it came out. What was? <laughs> uh, I, I called ESO Line Simulator because uh, if you remember, you and <laughs> I, I waited in the line. That. Yeah, wait for sure about the game when it came out. Yeah, we, we waited in the line for a quest. <laughs> and they, uh, and my favorite part is the the quest was whether or not to spare someone. Yeah, to poison them. Yeah. And you can either let them live or poison them. So, like, so the person in front of us would let them live, and then somebody else would poison them. And then, yeah, and it was very funny. Um, but they did I, make uh, it better. Yeah, I kind of appreciate that. That I think I shared it with you guys a while ago. Todd Howard did a thing for for Wired when he broke down like all the major games from his his career, and it was right around the time Starfield had come out, and he was super excited about it. And he was he even says in the video though, and you know we'll see what the players think. I mean, he says at the end of it that basically his career has been built on like we're gonna try a thing and we'll see what people like and what they don't like, and then we'll do what we can <laughs> afterward. But, I, I don't think they are going to try to, like, quote-unquote, salvage Starfield. I don't think there's anything to salvage. It sold a bunch of units. It, it, it made them a bunch of money. They know what people didn't like about it, and they'll probably, you know, but, either try to make a sequel that improves on it or make something else and move on. What's I mean, disappointing, though, is if you go to, like, Steam right now, I think the, the reviews are, like, overwhelmingly negative. It is not a bad yeah. game. This uh, this idea of well, it wasn't well, what we wanted, or there's some part of it we well, don't like. Part of the problem there was that EA or not EA Bethesda, I guess I forget who it was that was in charge of it all, but like 
sent their people on to like Steam oh, to, to try to it. discourage people from yeah. doing that. And as soon as they stepped in, people went, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're doing what? Okay." But it's Bob, just, a, it's just, dead. it's a, I hate the idea of review bombing. I really do. Because, oh, I do too. Yeah, it's like again, say what you it's will shitty. about it. But Ghostbusters 2016 review bomb before the game or the movie ever came out. Like that's unfair. Right. Like that's not. Yeah. That's why we have professional if, if critics. It's not, if it's not simply your opinion of the game itself, then I don't really give a shit. Right. Like, I don't get me wrong. There are a lot of companies I don't like, or like even that situation. I don't like that they, they sent people in to try to like talk them out of bad reviews. I get why you're mad about that. But then you rank the game a one out of 10 when the reality of it is it's not a one out of 10 fucking game. Right. Now, the problem with that is that you're expecting a critical observation from random people all over the world. You're, you're, yeah. Uh, you're ascribing, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, you're ascribing the rational to the irrational, and you're just not going to get that out of them. And finally, for me, um, I should have ended on Castlevania because I'm not nearly as upset about this one. I, that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. how do you have not anything past that? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, you can go a level above this. No, no, this one's much less. AEW Fight Forever. As a big wrestling fan uh, and yeah. wanting an alternative to WWE because it's like Madden, like Madden ha- and MLB the Show, they have the the kind of corner old. marketed. Yeah, well, they announced a new wrestling game. It was by Ukes, the guys that made of basically the people no behind mercy. the old No Mercy games. Yeah, so everybody, the hype was big for this game. It looked a little cartoony, but whatever. No Mercy was cartoony as fuck too. Uh, the game right. comes out. The gameplay is okay. The character customization customization is the worst character customization I've ever seen in a, in a wrestling game. Like wrestling games, for a lot of uh, a big part, are based around their customization, their community creations, and stuff like that. And AEW Fight Forever was by far the worst creation suite I've ever seen in a, a wrestling game, and it was so disappointing. The matches, the match types were super limiting. I wanted an alternative to WWE. The problem was though was that I compared it to WWE. And WWE had so much content available. They did so many things better that AEW was just a huge disappointment in in uh, comparison. And then not only that, but then they started coming out with extra editions with more content, which screwed over people that had paid for the deluxe editions of the game before. It's bad. The whole game is a disaster, and I was extremely disappointed. And that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. I'm sorry we went over almost two hours on this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I desperately want to play when we when we started this shane was like it's gonna be a quick show we're doing like 30 minutes i fucking hate myself right now (laughs) fuck you josh all right that's it for us tonight uh go back and listen to this week's episodes of course we had uh i want to believe on tuesday we unfortunately did not get to do um extras and epilogues last night mostly because i was just exhausted tired and i didn't get a chance to watch the movie we're doing a big remodel it's a lot out of me right now it's also why I'm probably we'll try probably to do this weekend. We'll do this weekend. Uh, but tomorrow yeah. we will be doing Horse Time, and that should be a lot of fun. Horse Time Live, Facebook.com slash Podzilla1985. Check us out live. Until then, for myself, for Jesse, for Lindsay, for Shelby, and for Hunter, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see yeah. you guys. And Tanner. Yes, it was, it was here partially. And uh, Josh. And Josh, who's inside of me right now. Thank you guys. Uh, we'll, oh, no. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, no. Shelby, take us out. I No, Josh has already done a number on you. <laughs>